Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the man, the man from the city of peace, La Paz, Baja, California, sir, world traveler, um, mighty hunter, um, one of the top anglers anywhere, uh, at least if you ask Grizz, he'll tell you that, but, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be helping us out today, so let's say hi to Grizz. How you doing, John? Uh I don't need to tell anybody anything. They can watch me on television. Yeah, I know. And what is, uh, how many different... Hey, John, I, yes, I, I want to tell you something. Yes. Uh, starting next week, we are on the new channel, uh, the Action Channel, which is oh. all through the United States mm-hmm. uh, with uh, 42 million uh, households. And we'll be having our shows there, Adventure South of the Border and Chef on the Water. We're st- We'll be premiering next week. Oh, by the way, uh, premiering uh, this week, uh, we're going to be on the air on two broadcast stations with uh, uh, Lake Country Radio. And I think that's on at uh, uh, between 1 and 2 on Sunday. Well, that's great. That's got to be down in Texas. Yes, it's (laughs) yes, it is. uh, um, I think it's about 75. Well, it's it's just north. North uh, east, I think, of uh, uh, um, Fort Worth. But we'd like oh, to. Oh well, that's some good country yeah. down well, there. Got, uh, uh, you know, Texas is one of my favorite states to oh, hunt. Okay. Well, we'll talk to about get that away a little bit. And... But uh, the general manager, Dylan Hunter, uh, invited us to come on, and we'd like to welcome uh, him and his two stations to Fish Talk Radio. No, I think that's great, Joe. Okay. Well, and then, we got a lot to learn from Texas, and we can teach them a thing or two. <laughs> there you go. And we also, uh, we're going to have Captain Phil Thomas, uh, who's an expert on Cuba, which is beginning to get a lot of excitement going right now, so we'll talk about that. Right now, we've got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Lake Cabot, one seventh place in America's top 100 family friendly places to boat and fish, the lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the surprisingly delicious cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit lakecabotrecreation.com for information. That's lakecabotrecreation.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have on the line with us the teddy bear. Oh, no, it's not the teddy bear. It's the grizz. And then we also... Yeah, don't call me teddy bear. (laughs) People get the wrong opinion of me. And then we have Will uh, from Late Hemet, which is uh, in California and is part of Cal Parks Company, which has nothing to do with uh, California government. But they've got, uh, I believe, 24 different facilities, marinas and uh, campgrounds and such in California. And if you're going to be visiting California... um, We've got some great stuff for you. Now, Will is at, you know, again at Lake Hemet, so we're going to get a little bit of report from him and, you know, see what's see what's happening in, in this part of the world. Will, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you. And I guess the one of the subjects that's on everybody's mind right now is that California in particular has suffered a like a five-year drought of world, I mean, record proportions, you know, up, up where... Uh, up where I am in Santa Barbara, you know, the closest lake to us is, I don't I think it's starting to come up a little bit, but it was down to somewhere around 7% of capacity. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're still at 50% here. We've gained uh, definitely some water, um, and the levels are coming up. We're moving docks, so we're, we're definitely starting to see that uh, rain that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the other important thing is uh, farther north of us in the Sierras, they're getting quite a good snowpack, which supplies our water throughout the rest of the year. Right, right. That's real important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're getting more active in planting um, 
trout. Uh, what what kind of fishing do you find at Hemet? Yeah, we have uh, trout fishing, um, which is great this time of year. We've uh, been stocked by fishing game already a handful of times since the beginning of the year. So plenty of trout out here. They're staying up in the upper portion of the water column because it's cool. Our water temp today was 46. So it's definitely a little chilly, but good for trout fishing. And uh, we have catfish and bluegill and bass are great in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And what do you have at Lake Hammett besides uh, fishing? Yeah, We've got, got kind of 600, uh, 600 campsites. Whoa. Um, full hookup. Yeah. And um, we're putting in 10 brand new camper cabins from Cavco, uh, fully manufactured, insulated, heated with electricity. Um, so if you're not the uh, rough kind of camper, you can definitely <laughs> come out and see us and uh, yeah. do a little camping and bonfire, but have a cabin to stay in. Yeah. Well, especially this time of the year, you know, you know, throwing out a uh, sleeping bag with a pup tent is not... <laughs> Any time of the year, John. Any time. I do not sleep on the ground anymore. <laughs> well, that's old John farts. Never get, been get old. That, now I deserve the best. Yeah, so it sounds go. like those cabins they got is just right for the Grizz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. yeah, they're really nice. They're brand new. We'll have them all installed. We've got our first two already in and off and operational as of the beginning of the year, and we'll have eight more coming by the end of February. Wow. Oh, that sounds great. How many bedroom are they? They're a two-room cabin with uh, bunk beds in the back. It'll sleep four in there with a closet. And then we also have a pull-out um, queen sofa sleeper that'll allow up to six people to stay in there. Mm-hmm. You got a kitchen in them? They do not have a kitchen. We do have um, actually a deli on property, um, which we serve food out of up at the store. And uh, we also have a uh, restroom unit and shower that we put in brand spanking new just for the cabin. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, that sounds great. Are you going to invite me to come up there and stay in them for a couple of nights? Yeah, you de- you better come see us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I haven't been up in that part of the woods in 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, ever since you're in your 60s, right? There we go again, John. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grizz. I just can't help myself. You're younger than I. I know, but you better start helping yourself. Okay, well, Grizz, all I can say is that you'll never be as old as I am. I know, because you're older than I am. That's right. That's right. So, but no, that sounds good to take a fly ride and go up there and kind of get away from this uh, hot weather that we have down here. And, you know, I live in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's 82 right now. Yeah, yeah, that's a little warmer than us. I think we're looking at a high of 49 today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, those cabins sound pretty good, but uh, the important thing to remember is that uh, you know if if people have a chance to sneak away in the winter time, there's less crowds, and it sounds like the fishing is great, and it's a beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful area that you're in. Yeah, and we have more. Well, there's something about right? going out in the winter. As long as you got a cabin and warm, to be able to open up that door with a steaming cup of coffee and see the steam from your breath come out and look at the beauty of nature and then run back in and get in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have uh, we, all our decks on these cabins will be facing the lake. So we have a lake view right from the deck of your cabin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hemet's a pretty good sized lake. You said you got six hundred campsites. 
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good campsite. Uh, we have uh, about 199 of those are full hookups. So if you're looking to bring an RV or, or something like that, and we have dry camps all the way down, mm-hmm. that, uh, sit right on the edge of the lake. Mm-hmm. And what's your altitude? We're at like 4,300. Okay, so you might be getting some snow in the next month or two. Yeah, we we hope to see the snowpack. If we don't get it here at the lake level, there's plenty of mountains around us that surround us. We're hoping to see that snowpack come in so we can get that when it melts and uh, come fill our lake up a little more. You're exactly right. Well, we we mentioned a little bit about the, the drought that California had suffered, and it, one of the things that that uh, I find interesting is that most people believe that things go in a straight line. In other words, you know, if you have three years of drought, that means we're ne- it's never going to rain again. You know, they think that if uh, the stock market's going up, it's going to continue going up forever. And if the real estate market is, you know, makes a jump, then they figured, well, next year it's going to be even more. But everything, well, those are ignorant people. Well, everything goes in cycles. And, you know, it looks like we're kind of passing through this drought cycle. Hopefully, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year, but, uh, you know, people, you just have to remember that there's so many climatic factors that come into play, and it just all depends on how these cycles come together. I mean, it's like in uh, Alaska, the pink salmon, it's like uh, every other year, you know, is, is the way it works, and there's... Um, cycles that go in, you know, one or two year cycles, five year cycles, or five hundred year cycles, and it, it all depends on you know how these cycles come together. So it's uh, it, it looks like this year is going to be a good year for you guys. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. And the- on your lakes, do you allow motorboats? Yeah, here at Lake Hemet, we do. We have we actually have a fleet of uh, little fishing motorboats. They got a five horse Mercury motor on it, a little aluminum boat you can come out and rent for the day. And we also have pontoon boats. We will get a couple new ones actually this season also. Good. Can you fish from the pontoon boats, or are they just pleasure? Yeah, no, you can definitely fish from. We get a lot of families that take those mm-hmm. out for the day, do a little bit of fishing, anchor up, and do some trout fishing. And you can bring your uh, private boat out here too. The launch ramp's still functioning. We just have a low level launch ramp this time mm-hmm. of the year. Well, I I believe that uh, the pontoons are the only way to go. Yeah, you know, the the great thing about them is they're so comfortable, and that you can take, you know, you can take a bunch of people, bring the kids out. They can get up and walk around. They don't have to sit down and shut up. And uh, they're you know they just they have uh, to shut up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or take a walk around. Yeah, or take a walk around. Yeah. Yeah, and we're but, dog friendly too, so you can bring you know Fido out if you want to have your dog with you and bring wow. him out and do some camping or take him out on the boat. Well, that sounds fantastic. And you know, you you just you don't have to uh, have an RV. You just show up, and I would assume that you can probably show up with you know without any fishing gear or or anything. Just show up. Yep, we've got everything here if they need it, and including um, we have some RV rentals and, and a park model also if mm-hmm. they want to stay cool. for a night and something a little fancier. Right, and I know in the area that you're in, there's other to do than besides going out on the lake. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. We have hiking up here in uh, Thomas Mountain. Idlewild's a great little town to go visit. Oh, it's um, beautiful. We have a lot going on, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's a little, little mountain community, very tourist area, but it's beautiful. But uh, anyway, we're going to have to close this one up. we only got a few seconds left. How do we get in touch? It's uh, calparksco.com. And then I think once you go to that, it's C-A-L, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, C-A-L-P-A-R-K-C-O. 
Lakehemmetrecreation.com. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, and then you can also visit lakehemmetrecreation.com okay. as well. Perfect. Perfect. So come on, get on out of here, everybody. Okay, we're going to have to take off. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you, Will. We appreciate you joining us. And Grace, stay there. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. It's time to enjoy the biggest Southern California reservoir located in Hemet, just 90 minutes from Los Angeles and San Diego. Getting away from the summer heat, fall and winter bring ideal fishing weather. World renowned for its black bass fishing, also home to the bluegill and red ear sunfish, rainbow trout, and both blue and channel catfish. Bring your boat or rent one of ours. Tell them John Hennigan sent you and they'll give you a special gift on California parks. Visit dvmarina.com. That's dvmarina.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Fish ain't bitin', fish ain't bitin', fish ain't bitin' around here no more. Fish ain't bitin', fish ain't bitin' no more. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, just in the last couple of minutes, Marco Farrell uh, just walked in. He's our uh, um, angler real estate person. So if you're looking to, for some real estate pretty much anywhere in the world, I don't know if you've sold anything in Cuba yet or not, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you will. Not yet, but I've been there, and it's oh, really? uh, it's, yeah. it's an amazing, amazing place. Yeah. Well, we have uh, 
a premier expert on traveling to Cuba on the line. And we also have the Grizz. So what we're going to be doing is probably for the, actually, normally we do one segment, but this today I think it's so important that we'll probably see if we can hold everybody over and do the uh, two 12-minute segments. And um, we there's, there's been a lot of buzz. Uh, apparently, just recently, Alaska Airlines um, did their inaugural flight from Los Angeles direct to Havana. And there's a lot of different airlines now that, that fly there. So just uh, what we'd like to do is, first of all, uh, talk to Phil about a lot of the confusion that's happened and how things are changing and how difficult or easy it is uh, for an American citizen to go to Cuba as, wink, wink, a tourist. So, Phil, if you if you kind of give us a little bit of an idea on what... Uh, uh, you know what what the real story is okay well first going back to the airline thing I th- anyway thanks for having me John I almost forgot you, you mesmerized me into the lull here um, as far as the airlines are concerned on the day of the inauguration there will be 20 flights from various places in the United States or to Cuba so the availability of flights I mean they are I know Florida was leading the way of course but the fact they've added California New York and, and a, a ton of other cities um is really going to make this a booming tourist season in, in downtown Havana. Already mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, the restrictions as it stands, there are no, there are 12 categories, which you must fit in one of those categories. Those are self-proclaimed categories. In other words, if I was, it's as simple as if I was a car, if I'm a carpenter and I want to go down there and I want to see, I want to help a Cuban person uh, construct a wall. Uh, whatever, share my expertise in that field, whatever field it is, um, any occupation, that is legal under people-to-people contact. Uh, and you simply, when you purchase your airline tickets, you simply check whichever box it is you uh, you want to travel under, and, um, and you assume that you are legal. Um, there is no paperwork to be given to OFAC, the United States government. Your visa is issued by the Cuban government upon request, uh, and they simply run your name, your uh, passport number, and your date of birth through their database. And if you don't uh, pop up on their blacklist, then you're issued a visa. Uh, the combination visa and insurance policy together is around $100. Hmm. Uh, the insurance policy covers you for 30 days in Cuba, full coverage, um, including, uh, I think it's $10,000 towards an evacuation fee if you need it. Wow. Um, so that's the, ins- yeah. the insurance is uh, basically health insurance, liability insurance, or what? Uh, actually, health insurance. Mm-hmm. No, no such thing as liability insurance. Um, your health insurance just guarantees you that no matter where you are, if you have a headache, you can walk into the closest clinic and they will give you, mm-hmm. you know, an aspirin if they mm-hmm. have it. Yes, I got um, it. <laughs> if they have it, yeah. <laughs> Um, it is a good. It is always a good travel policy anywhere, but especially in Cuba. Mm-hmm. If you have any um, special needs, you know, if you are prone to headaches, make sure you have your medicine. There is no Walgreens on the street corner. Well, you know, now that you're on that subject, let's cover that a little bit. Um, okay. Apparently, the educational system um, and the medical system um, with a setup under Castro. Is uh, 
some of the best in the world. I mean, I, apparently there's um, the education in Cuba is pretty much second to none. Um, and, you know, it's a social, been a socialist country. And their medical facilities, you know, are, you know, they've got a lot of well-trained teachers and doctors. The only problem is, my understanding, if uh, if you get your doctorate degree and you become a medical doctor, um, you earn about 200 bucks a month, and that's it. Well, actually, it's a little less than that. Okay. Um, the only <laughs> the only positive side to that is if you go to law school and get your law degree, you make a few dollars less than a doctor a month, which is about <laughs> thirty six or thirty eight dollars. So, a month. So for some reason, the lawyers thirty six, thirty eight dollars. Um, but for some reason, the lawyers in Cuba seem to still drive Mercedes. <laughs> um, so there's there's a certain. <laughs> paternal uh, yeah. uh, agreement that they have or something they teach in law school that helps. The educational and the health systems of Cuba, uh, no doubt, are the bright, uh, the shining stars of, of Castro's government. And he flat, has flattered them and uh, sold them worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, doctors that returned from the U.S. Uh, having worked in Cuba, one of them is a, actually one of my doctors, commented on uh, that before he left, he doubted that their training would be that good because of the way they their medical school is set up. They pretty much start school studying medicine, and for six years, that's what they study. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that time, they, they're equivalent to a GP. And um, if they want to go and specialize in another field, then that requires more schooling, i.e. surgeon, radiologist, whatever. Um, but the quality of care is excellent. Where it falls short is their lack of um, the ability to, to, to get the equipment they need, mm-hmm. um, be it a stent for a heart or be it an uh, artificial limb, be it whatever, um, or even the artificial knee to replace the knee. Those are very, very difficult um uh, commodities to come by in Cuba, unless you are either really well connected or very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but uh, you know their salaries are low, but basically the government gives them housing and and uh, subsistence. Yeah, they're subsidized, and uh, many of the doctors are some of the first that have branched out in the private uh, sector, not not practicing medicine in private, but. Uh, their castle in particular, which bed and breakfast owners, um, they many of them started restaurants. Um, but um, in Cuba, and this is something that I've, I've had to explain to doctors, American doctors, a lot this past year, is it, it puzzles them why someone would become a doctor, study so hard when the, the pay is actually so low, and. Um, and it, you have to go back in time to a, a point where uh, the doctor, even in a small town, who was taking cabbages and chickens in payment, was a very well-respected man. Yeah. Um, many times the town leader. I mean, he was an educated man, very well-respected. Cuban doctors have that um, that respect. It's still mm-hmm. a very honored profession to be a doctor in Cuba, no matter how poor you are. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but talking about... Pro- I think, excuse me for that, but I think a lot of that is from the heart. You know, somebody that wants to help people regardless of their pay. You know? Yeah. Well, the story I did like on me, the you know, I'm a, I'm a doctor in biology, and I can't make a living on it at all, but, you know, to teach children and stuff about snakes and stuff like that, I do it, and not going to make a penny... And I've met a lot of doctors, especially down here in Mexico, 
that do not make anything, like you said, chickens and and beef and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, give them to them. Uh, they study Mexico City. They go out to these poor areas, these communities, and they're doctors, and they do it because they want to help people. Mm-hmm. I think they don't, money's not that important. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the School of the Americas, and that's um, just west of Havana, is an international medical school that um, that admits students from Africa. They've got about 30 students from America, actually, in their present time. And they give them a free education, um, a six-year education, with a stipulation that no matter where they relocate in the world, they'll dedicate the first two years of their practice to serving the poor. Hmm. That's the payment that, that Cuba hmm. expects um, you know, in in repayment for the years of schooling they have, um, so it's um, it's like I said, it, it's it's a walk back in time. But keep in mind too that um, a Cuban doctor doesn't wake up every morning and walk into his office every morning looking at two hundred fifty thousand dollar malpractice insurance premiums yeah, pay every year. You know, so yeah. it's a whole different outlook on on the field of medicine. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's interesting. And then apparently there is free enterprise does exist. Absolutely, yeah. There's a growing middle class in Cuba right now. Mm-hmm. One of the beautiful things I've, I've, one of the things that I've really appreciated over the last three years is watching this little budding um, private economy grow and, and grow extremely at an extremely rapid rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with it, it comes along the sense of optimism and the sense of creating net worth and, and creating. Um, um, you know, some sort of a heritage that you can hand down to your children, uh, other than just the, the family Bible and uh, an old yeah, picture they, of, they of your century well, grandmother. We're, you know? we're going to have to take a break in about a minute. Um, but uh, is uh, ownership of private property allowed now? Absolutely. You can own your home, buy and sell your house, buy and sell your car. You, know, you have more restrictions on your horse than you do your car. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a minute because, you know, they talk about all the old cars and taxis down there. But appara- They're there. But, but, well, they are there, but apparently there's only a certain amount of them and they can't be replaced. And so the people that, that own the taxis and drive the taxis, uh, you know, they can charge whatever they want to charge because, you know, there's, there's not much competition. Well, it actually, actually, it's um, the prices have risen. Um, for so long, they were very low, but they're they're moderate thirty dollars, thirty five dollars an hour. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, we're going to take out of here in just a minute, but, but when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation, and I think we've learned a lot about Cuba. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the real reason we want to talk about Cuba, and that is uh, the fishing, maybe the hunting. Uh, and the uh, eco-tourism. But uh, anyway, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and please go to fishtalkradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with the Grizz, it is uh, asobproductions.com, or go to Mike Ritz on Facebook. And, uh, Phil, we're going to talk about visiting Cuba some more. We'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. Make Lake Hemet your mountain lake escape in the San Jacinto Mountain Range near Idlewild. The bustling summer season has left the lake quiet and peaceful, perfect for fishing, boating, and RV camping. Visit LakeHemetRecreation.com for details. That's LakeHemetRecreation.com. 
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, we have uh, Marco that's, I don't know what he's doing, posting, posting on Facebook or something while we're talking? Or, that's right. And uh, Marco and the Grizz are going to be do it, taking over the show next week because I'm not going to be able to be here. And uh, so I'm sure that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, you guys stay tuned because you're going to have the best show you ever heard in your life. <laughs> Michael and the Grizz telling lies, talking about fishing, hunting, everything you can imagine. Well, I have to, I have to say, we won't have John around because I, <laughs> you won't have John to pick on, huh? Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, I have to mention that uh, when I was talking to Grizz, I was going to, you know, I'm, I can't come in, so I said, well, I'll just do a. You know, a best of show or something, which I don't like to do. And Chris says, nah, don't do that. Get Marco to come in the studio and he and I will do it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, but, me too. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, let's not waste all our time on chit chat. The, of course, one of the the main reasons that our audience wants to know about Cuba is uh, what's in the water. Yeah, you know, well, know that, you, go ahead. you've got world-class fishing on every aspect. Um, you, you certainly don't have the, the giant marlin and grizz has, but we've got plenty of marlin. We've got um, 
good bonefish, good deep dropping, snapper fishing, wahoo, mahi, um, freshwater bass, um, pretty much the whole gamut. Well, uh, you got when I was down there years ago. You got the best and the biggest mutton snapper I have ever seen in my life. You know, and they come up down there. They, it's very regular. They come up on the flat, so they make great uh, light tackle or fly targets, uh, falling the rays. And they really—I mean, it's it's uh, it's amazing how many you find on the flats there. I'm with you. Great mm-hmm. fish. And how- oh yeah, great fish. Hard, hard fishing, uh, or not hard fishing, hard fighting fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, they fish. almost remind you of a, you know, of a jack, like a rooster fish mm-hmm. or something. Now, they taste incredible. a whole lot. They I, taste I a whole lot better. It was too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you don't eat rooster fish. Uh, Phil, quick question for you: If you're going to visit Cuba, everybody knows about Havana. Uh, is that where you go? Is there multiple places you can go? Well, there's, there's, you know, I've I, I spent the last three years, as you know, researching uh, fishing spots for the new book I'm coming out, Fish Cuba Now, and I still haven't covered everything. There is so much to see there and do. Right now, we're concentrating around Zapata, which is very close to Havana. Uh, we've got the basis of an environmental school for the local kids in uh, Highway Grande and Playa Larga um, under the, the guidance of the head guide for uh, Enderin Charters, who runs Zapata. Mm-hmm. And it's a lifelong um, uh, pursuit for him. He's been doing it for quite a few years on his own. But we, we've got some some PhDs and some, you know, um, uh, Patrick Hemingway is a p- spokesman, uh, a group together. We're going to establish a, a real school there, mm-hmm. uh, which will give these kids, uh, first of all, give them a basic knowledge of English. And secondly, it'll teach them the skill of fly tying, which they can make a few bucks on. But mainly it's going to teach them that preserving their homeland right there, that's a pot of swamp. Um, by preserving that and, and uh, keeping the poachers out, keeping it for the fly fishermen, that economically that's the very best use of the resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been fortunate enough to put, put together a group in, that includes five PhDs, um, two from Cuba and three from the States, actually six with Jeffrey Botwell. And... Um, I'm way over over my head on that, but they have brought a level of expertise to this uh, endeavor, Um, setting baselines for water quality, teaching the students how to measure water quality, uh, setting baselines for fish populations, teaching these kids how to do fish counts and estimate the population. It's just a whole different level of environmental protection that Cuba really hasn't been uh, used to. Mm -hmm. They've They've done a good job where they could. But uh, once again, for lack of resources, uh, it's been a struggle for them to keep these areas preserved. And Zapata is one of the finest uh, mm-hmm. uh, preserves, not just in Cuba, but the whole Car- entire well, Caribbean. If, if you want to go down there and go fishing, um, you mentioned that you know products are very difficult to get. Uh, what about mm-hmm. fishing charters? Are, you know, are they easily available? Are they expensive? And you know, how far do you have to travel to catch fish? Well, it, it's, there's a variety of things available. I've, you know, I've got everything from uh, inflatable kayak river fishing at, you know, three or four hundred bucks for a couple of days to six hundred dollar a day um, uh, world class flats fishing or silk and tarpon fishing. A thousand dollar a day it will get you a charter boat out of uh, Marina Hemingway. You've got Marlin Wahoo, the whole nine yards. So, so the, the, the prices th- are not, okay, are the not th- third world prices. The thousand dollars, the thousand dollars is for the cruiser where you take four people. Four or six, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's not bad. Yeah. 
No, no. I want to interrupt for a minute because John made a comment a while ago, and I don't know. I've been to Cuba. I've fished a lot around. But John made a comment of hunting. Mm -hmm. I did not know there was hunting in Cuba. Is there hunting in Cuba? I asked. Yep. What? I've got a guy lives down. I've got a guy lives down the street from me, and he'll put you in the car and drive you out to the woods and go dove hunting. Um, on the south side, or duck hunting as well. But on the south side, during this time of year, during the, the migration of duck hunting and the um, uh, dove hunting are excellent. What about wild pigs? Oh, so you're, they're wing yeah. shooting there. But how about shotguns and shells and all of that? Well, you bring it, you bring them in just like you would any other hunting destination you go to, and you check them in and you get through customs. It's not illegal to bring them in. It's illegal to bring them okay. in unreported. Now they they now believe the me, they keep hunting, very tight. Would it be sea ducks, or would you be shooting stuff like mallard, pintail, teal, gadwall, widgeon? Holy moly. <laughs> I know, I know the deal. <laughs> I feel like okay, you, all right. You just, Sorry, you we'll just jumped out, out of my level of expertise. Let me know. <laughs> okay, he just he just jumped out of my level of expertise. What about uh, pig hunting or any other uh, game animals? No, not really. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it right now. It's, it's they're still in transition there. Mm-hmm. They've got a few exotic animals. That actually, there's some in Zapata. Uh, some of the curly horned antelope from Africa. Some, you know, some things they brought back from Angola. But I don't know how. Um, uh, I know that there's there's plenty of deer in some areas, regular white-tailed deer as well. But I really don't think there's any organized hunting to that effect right now. Mm-hmm. They're not. You're, Isn't you're finding the deer Cuba. they have were the keys deer, the deer, the keys coos deer that were protected that they brought actually out of the keys and and put them there in nineteen in the nineteen forties. Uh, they, they were probably they probably been eating grizz. They were probably eaten during the special period. <laughs> okay, well, that's true. Too. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they ate that Cuban sea rat and tarpon, I guarantee you the deer went. Um, <laughs> yeah. say, well, that's and true. Say what, say, but you have to understand, too, that Cuba is developing their, uh, their tourist uh, industry towards a no-kill type situation. They're not going to yeah. promote hunting really big because they, you know, they're basically a... Um, I don't want to say a, a tree hugging society, but they don't have a history of hunting like anymore. That was interrupted with this fifty year yeah. um yeah. So mm-hmm. beforehand, yeah, if you read about what happened before the revolution, uh the rich planters and the and the people did a lot of hunting. Mm-hmm. But um after the revolution guns were not something you wanted to have around. Yeah. Yeah. But uh the other question is that if you're down there, um how far do you have to travel uh to, to get into the fishing grounds? Well, with the kayak fishing thing, we've got spots within 45 minutes of uh, Havana. Mm-hmm. Um is only two and a half hours away. Uh, we've got some other some people who really want to kind of like do it yourself uh, and don't want the expense of the charter. There's some, there's some very, very good areas on the north coast, about six hours to the east of where I am, mm-hmm. uh, around um, um, Playa Santa Maria. Right. And there's, and there's, uh, those areas, you right. can actually hire a walking guide, go into the park, okay. do your wading for bonefish, or right. with, with a kayak, and, inflatable and, kayak. And, there, the, and there's accommodations, the there's accommod- accommodations there? Oh, yeah. We use, now we use costiculars, like I've explained to you in the past. We use costiculars uh, mainly because 
Um, they're the best bang for the bucket, and it helps secure people directly. Yeah, um, you're okay. paying the money directly to the people, then they pay a yeah. tax on. Kind, kind of like and I like that I, yeah. idea better than paying Malia Cohiba four hundred dollars for it, right? And then yeah. the maid, the maid gets whatever you leave us a tip. Yeah, right. How big are your bonefish? We've got them. I tell you, on that North Shore, I have seen them uh, as big as twelve, fourteen pounds. Wow! Wow! Do you have any permit move in? Yeah, there's. It's not. It's not um, any better than permit fishing in most most areas. Um, similar to Keys, uh, they're there. They're once again. They're they're. You know, they get in shallow water. They get real hard to. Mm-hmm. To, uh, but I hooked about a, well, about a 28, 29 pounder there in Camp Cruz and a half ago. Phil, losing it was uh, over there. A quick question for our listeners: um, Apparently, it's easy to get there by air right now, and it's not terribly expensive. You can get there direct flights from most of the places in the United States. But if someone's going to go there, let's say they spend a day fishing, you know, and a day just hanging around and going to some hotels and you know seeing some sights, uh, about what would it cost them to do that? Well, I tell you, we've got a. I just put together a couple packages for the new year with the new pricing and everything. And you can figure that you can do Havana. You can do a long weekend, three days, four nights, yeah. two days of kayak fishing, and a full tour, full blown tour of Havana for um, around five hundred dollars plus airfare. Wow. Um, okay. Oh yeah. All right. You can uh, do. The other, you the, can do the package okay. I put together was, was three days mm-hmm. offshore fishing. Okay. Uh, two well, days in Havana. So, so, Havana. so we're about out of time. Um, so how do we? How do and we? That get, was that was seventeen hundred per angler. Okay. How, how do we get in touch with you? How do we book this? All of this is on uh, fishcubanow.com. Okay. Fish or it will be. I'm getting ready to post a new price. There's some okay. stuff on there now. It, it, but the website it'll be, is. It'll be posted pretty quick. The website is fishcubanow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, it's so much fun to talk to you, and and every time we well, do, I get more you. excited. And uh, Grizz, we appreciate you very much. And uh, of course, we didn't get enough time to talk about what we wanted to talk about, but uh, I think everybody learned a lot. And yeah, there you go. Okay, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, or you can listen to us online just about anywhere. Uh, thanks for tuning in. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA.
S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundo's Dumoir Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundo's leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundo's Dumoir also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, during the break, uh, our uh, resident, um, I don't know what I call him, host, co-host, or technician, or whatever Marco does. Just say uh, Marco. Marco. Anyway, he just he went on the computer and said that for under 400 bucks, you can fly direct from Los Angeles to Havana round trip. So, so it sounds like uh, Phil. Depending on what you want to do, someone could take a you know a quality trip to Cuba, including airfare, for around two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's go. I wonder how it is from Mexico to Cuba. I don't think there's any restrictions, is there, Phil? Um, a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys, when they have to get a country for their visa. You know, after ninety days, we Americans uh, uh, anybody has to has to go out of country for a day. A lot of them went to Cancun and back uh, because at that time the charter flights were the only thing running the states, and they were extremely expensive. You know, it was four hundred fifty fifty nine dollars from Tampa to Havana round trip, mm-hmm. less than from L.A. now. So yeah, but the commercial airlines have brought the price down locally. So. Uh, no, there's no restrictions from, from Mexico. Yeah. Well, it used to be that if you wanted to go to Cuba, you'd have to leave out of Mexico, and that was only a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're used to hammering Cuba traffic. Yeah. That, uh, the other the other interesting is that, you know, I've, I've, I've never been to Havana, but I understand it uh, can be a lot of different things. There's a lot of trash, a lot of poor people. Um, you can, you know, you can, you don't get ripped off necessarily, but you know, people, they'll take whatever they can get. 
Well, that's in the down there, John. You know that. Yep. Go to Chicago in the bad section. Yeah. The thing There's you don't have to worry about, John. Dirt, you'll get robbed. You'll get mugged. Yeah. I mean, don't talk about Cuba, Mexico, China, or any place. There's bad places no, no. in the whole world. But, uh, and if you look for it, yeah. you're going to find but it. Like I said, I'm sure there's different areas in, in Havana. I've heard different things. Um, but I also suspect that uh, as far as safety goes, um, Cuba is probably one of the safest places you can go. I would challenge you, I would challenge you to name a safer one. For an, especially for an American. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in 25 years of Cuban travel, I have never been dissed for being American. Mm-hmm. I've only been I've only been welcomed more for being American. Mm-hmm. And as far as and and if you're a tourist in Cuba, um, if you get mugged, it's going to be by someone who's insane. <laughs> if, they get, if they get caught, if they get caught, you will spend. They will spend. Five times the amount of time in jail than if they would have gotten caught across a good policeman. Mm-hmm. They are that serious about it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and what, what, what about uh, the English language? Uh, the Cubans are, are are really stirring to to learn English. All the college kids, and there's a lot of college kids. They have a, they they know a lot of English. Um, there was disrupting disruption in teaching English. During the early years of the revolution, they switched to Russian, which they later, later found out not even the Russians speak. <laughs> so, so they're catching up on that end, but yeah. everybody is everybody is a willing student for English right yeah. now. Okay. Now, if someone were to go on one of your trips, what do they need to bring? Um, oh, the list goes on and on. Um, I understand from the – what we try to do is we try to bring up – yeah. In addition to your to the regular list of sunscreen, yeah. insect repellent, um, you know, seasick well, pills, whatever, well, whatever you're. Well, we well, also encourage to fill out. Okay, we're, the, we're, um, yeah, we're we're gonna have to take off, but I always say bring okay. bring half the clothes and twice the money. Yeah, and medicine and candy. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yep. Good idea. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Phil, it's been fantastic. Grizz, thank you very much. And I hope you, and Marco, have, hope, hope you and Marco have a good time next week. Uh, we will. Okay. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, asobproductions.com, or Mike Ritz is, is in the hotel um, uh, on Facebook. Gone fishing.